Hey everybody, welcome to the Zelda Informer Podcast. My name is Adam. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, this week's opening theme song is once again brought to us by Brandon and Company. If you have any of your own theme songs, missions, topics, fan art, or anything like that, please send those to us at ZeldaInformerPodcast at gmail.com. Once again, that's ZeldaInformerPodcast at gmail.com. Before we get into this week's episode, here's the news from this past week. Stephen Colbert takes a trip through Hyrule, we learn the most anticipated games of the holiday season, and Windows slung stones at Apple at their recent conference. Once again, my name is Adam, thank you so much for joining us. This week, I'm happily joined by... Hey, what's up guys, I'm Chris, and I earned this number two spot because I'm the best number two guy there is. Isn't that yeah, right, the Adam? the best poop guy. The, the best poop guy. Yeah, I mean, that too. Uh, <laughs> all right. That was a cheap joke. That, wa- that was, that was... <laughs> cheap shot at my joke hi i'm colin i'm the poochie the dog of zelda informer (laughs) and we're also joined by hi i'm patrick i'm a world-renowned chef slash comedian and i play video games in my spare time (laughs) he's so not those first two things (laughs) make me laugh patrick that's not how it works. Man. Too late. All right, let's move have, on. This hack. I have to be cooking. <laughs> oh, gosh. Oh, I'm Jerry Seinfeld. Mama. I cook octopus. Get out of here. Amateur. <laughs> you don't care. Thank you so much for joining us, Patrick. Um, what have you guys been playing this past week? Uh, I've been playing this game. It's, you might know it. It's called uh, J-Stars Victory vs. Plus for the PlayStation 4, otherwise known by its better name, Anime the Game, because it's pretty much every Shonen Jump anime character in one fighting game, and it's pretty great i've been playing way too much <laughs> i started <laughs> what have you been playing uh ever since the uh the end of the podcast last week i started off my uh trial of pains with um tony hawk's pro skater 5 oh god oh, oh my god and that did that uh this did not seven bode, gigabyte patch that did not bode terribly well for me as it's kind of a mess. It's not the worst Tony Hawk game I've played, but considering the worst one is Ride, that, I mean... <sighs> let me, let me ask you something, Colin. Go on. D- does it have a story mode? No, it doesn't. This makes me sad. I will say, at least you can play as uh, Wheezy, as Young Moolah, as Little Wayne, so it's all okay. <laughs> um, I've also played... Uh, a new fighting game that actually just came out yesterday called Dengeki Bunko, or Bunko, some weeb is going to be mad at me, Fighting Climax, um, which is an anime fighting game, and it sucked. I'm sorry. So, uh, Patrick, to answer your question, yeah, Ride was the one with the peripheral skateboard um, that you actually could kind of ride as a skateboard <laughs> if you but, but like think you, you could modded it. 2015, man. How come I can't ride a skateboard in my living room? But I will say I did play one good video game that did come out recently, and that game was Persona 4 Dancing All Night, because I am a sucker for rhythm games. I don't like rhythm games. I played Persona 4 Dancing All Night at uh, E3 this year. I did, and I did it on a TV, and I thought it was A-OK. Let me ask you guys something. Is it like, what is Dancing All Night supposed to be? Like a, a rhythm it's, game. It's, a, it's like a side plot to the Persona 4 series. Yeah, it's a, it's a but it's a, it's a rhythm game? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like every other DDR game. Okay, that's kind of bullshit yeah. with me. Why? Of, I mean, because I want to get into the Persona franchise, but I don't want to get into it like that. You don't need to. Then like, don't. It's, the game it's not... is not like necessary to understand canon. I think it's more just like a fun side story. 
Uh, but there is, is a it, good story to it. Yeah, you can get uh, into Final Fantasy without playing the rhythm games on 3DS. Like, yeah, although they, those are good. Those are good games. Are, yeah, uh, they I've are. played through all I've of them. I've played one of those. Solid. Do they have Final Fantasy rhythm games? Yes, yeah, they do. Yeah, you play all the songs from Final Fantasy. It's a, it's just like a tap game. You just tap it, but they they have really cool like variations that you do with touching. Oh, that is that is that is disgusting. That disgusts no, no. Me. A lot of people like it, and it actually has a pretty really interesting fun. system. Yeah, yeah. There's only one rhythm game that has my heart. And that's Pat DJ Hero. DJ Hero for sure. It's not Pat Did you the rapper. Like DJ Hero. Go home. It's actually neither of those. It's the critically acclaimed Star Hero Three. So oh, I thought I thought we were doing like being like jokes. ironic or something. Yeah, like Star Hero Three is awesome. I agree. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I take my rhythm games seriously. Ironic. Gentlemen. I liked the first Patapon though. Like, uh, I yeah, I, li- I like Patapon too, but it's like I didn't I didn't think anyone would actually play Guitar Hero <laughs> for their favorite rhythm game. I actually played. Parappa the Rappa again for like the fifth time today because you can blow through that game in like 30 minutes. You, you guys remember that guitar hero for the DS Lite? Yeah, that no. was that was terrible. Like, Didn't I, you feel like you got like the peripheral that looked like uh like a uh, like a you had to hold your DS thing. yeah you had to hold your DS sideways like you were playing one of those like puzzle games. Um, it looked you turned your like your your DS into like a mini like uh what is the accordion? Yeah, and it pretty—I yeah. don't know. It just looks weird. I'm like, that. How did that work? That it didn't. Really. Remember it when was they? A, it was a cool. Remember when they announced and released uh, Guitar Hero DS, and then they announced the DSi like that same week, thus making yeah. Guitar Hero on the DS impossible. Oh yeah, you're right. Because no Game Boy adapter. <laughs> that was a fun day. Yeah, pretty wonderful. You're, uh, you're really good at reminiscing. <laughs> I was there. Oh. I recently this week played Undertale and Volgar the Viking. Uh, uh, Volgar the Viking is a game that was made of recently, within the past few years, I think. Uh, but it recently got ported to the Dreamcast for free, and I played through it. It's really hard, and didn't, didn't you I cried. Just, yeah, didn't you mention this during the last podcast? I did. We I sure oh, did. Oh wait, it, yeah. if it wasn't during the podcast, it was during like the little pre-call that we just that we had. No, we that. mentioned it during the podcast. Yeah, but I don't think I hadn't, I hadn't played it at that point. I literally just started playing it yesterday, yeah. I think. Uh, but I also played Undertale a great deal, and I haven't spoken about Undertale at all. And Undertale's amazing. It's a uh, it's it's a Earthbound style uh, indie game where you play as a protagonist going through a subterranean sort of dungeon area, uh, trying to find their way out. And has a great sense of humor. Uh, and an interesting mechanic to the game uh, is that you can basically play any single fight or any single encounter without killing anyone and still win the encounter. That sounds good. I don't, yes. I don't, I don't, I don't understand. You don't understand what? How? How? Yeah. There are pacifist options. That's doesn't click with me. I it'll make it makes sense in the game. It oh. really does. Cool man. Uh, <laughs> I'm a, I'm a little bit foggy right now. I've, oh, I've, why is that? I've taken ill. Oh no! Within the the last nine minutes since the <laughs> podcast started. It was, this it was podcast talking, is brought just... to you by GameStop. Go on GameStop.com and buy Mick Kids for the NES. Twelve ninety nine. Power to the players. Is that true? Are we? Are we really sponsored by? I didn't. That I sounded like told. a real commercial. <laughs> Do it. Go. Go buy McKids. Why am I wearing a GameStop shirt? What's McKids? Call. Yeah. What is McKids? What's McKids? You don't know what McKids is? 
No. To Super Mario Brothers 3 clones. <laughs> that was uh, licensed by McDonald's. That was awesome. And you can buy it right now on GameStop.com. Yeah, because they're doing the retro honest. thing, yeah. Power to the players. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, did you guys see the uh, Windows conference that happened this week? Yeah. I didn't. I, I opened my Facebook, I think it was this morning or yesterday, and everyone's like, man, Windows, new Surface Pro 4, Windows Surface Book, new Windows Phone. I'm like, did Windows, like, just jizz out a bunch of products today? It and sure so did. I they Googled did. it. And... Oh, I can't say jizz, can I? You can. Okay. <laughs> um... So Microsoft ejaculated new products made of semen. <laughs> Are they good? Are they like cool? I heard good a things full on navy. the phone. They they the they released a full navy of products. Okay. Oh, because it's semen. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. I job. will say th- I will say this much. Uh, I didn't watch the conference, but after I heard about everything that happened. Uh, I was a little disappointed, but at the same time, then I was I was reminded about something. Like, oh, wait a second. Now with the release of all these new products, the Surface Pro 3 is going to go down in yeah, price. Yeah, that's what I was thinking, too, because I've been, I've been shopping for one of them for a yeah, while now. Yeah, the Surface Pro 3 is awesome. And I, mean, I guess the Pro 4 is good, and the, you know, the new book or whatever the hell they have, it's going to be better. But, you know, the Surface Pro 3 is all I need right now. <laughs> yeah, I, I've, I've been looking for portability. I mean, the Pro 2 itself is pretty good, but too. But the Pro you can 2, play, like... you were locked in at certain Microsoft-only apps. With the no, Pro that's 3. the Surface RT, you dingle. You're a dingle. You're a dangus. The Surface Pro 2 had an i7 in it, and you could play Counter-Strike Source, and it's pretty baller. But could I download Adobe products? Yeah, that, that was my question. I mean, if you could if you could download Counter-Strike Source, then yes. I mean, I don't know. Only, no, only the Surface RT had the weird version of Windows 8 that could only allow the, you the to... Surf- the Surface RT was not a good product. A lot of people. No, it wasn't. Like, eh. it, it, it had you could only use Windows apps. The that's why Surface it was kind of discontinued Pro, quickly. The yeah. Surface Two, like the Surface iPad. Two, they just changed it. They never included RT ever again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I'm just saying. I the Pro Three, I have my eyes on that bad boy right now. Yeah, same. I'm really excited about the Surface Book. It looks fantastic. And it no, does it's, look it's fantastic. It's a little bit more pricey than what I would want to spend on. It's like Apple like pricey almost. No, but I, that's it's, the point. It's, it's meant to be the. Uh, it's meant to be a MacBook killer. Yeah, well, yeah. Everyone's trying to do like ultrabooks and stuff now, but it's not really. I mean, I mean this is the closest thing to an actual two-in-one that I've ever seen, and that a lot of people have ever seen. Yeah, well, I'm all, I'm I'm up for ultrabooks, but I'm like I'm more for ultrabook laptop hybrids. Yeah, you same. still need some of the excluding a disk drive. I'm okay with taking out a disk drive from a computer, but I'm just not okay with you losing the four USB ports that you need. Yeah. Well, it has that plus. No, I mean it looks like USB C and all the other like thirty things that new PCs have. So there you go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you have your PC ports and mm-hmm. and such. Nvidia was... GPUs and what kind Intel of Core what kind I7 of Microsoft products do you think Zelda would buy? Uh, Microsoft Band <laughs> <laughs> Zelda podcast actually. Zelda Zelda would buy an Apple product. I think okay. <laughs> Zelda would be a typical white girl princess, and she would want. No, 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 no. Products. I think that Zelda is one of those like she's like because she's like the Triforce of Wisdom. She'd probably be like super into coding and get really into like. She'd probably uh, wear Ray Ban glasses with black rims, and she would probably. <laughs> <laughs> she would get. She would get a Canon or a Nikon camera. And she would think she's the sh- yeah. And put everything Excuse into me. grayscale in Adobe Lightroom three. Yeah, I don't know. I think that that, that describes more Link to me. 
Link is like the guy. He doesn't. Ca- Link doesn't care about phones. His phone is like the razor from two thousand. <laughs> yeah, whenever. He's, he's Link's like all into. Ha- just stupid. Yeah, he he's he's out there. He knows. <laughs> He's into real world communication. He still uses a Palm <laughs> Pilot. That's 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 Link. He doesn't like, get why everyone's on their in their two D world all the time, looking at their uh, screens and. Ganon uses stuff. Uh, an HP Pavilion desktop no. with an AMD Athlon. No, no. And... Ganon is power, so he is like, and he got, runs Windows Vista. He's got a full he's size got, tower. I'm, I'm like he's completely got twenty lost hard point. drives. Someone, listen, someone in the audience, please do this. Please draw a comic. Ganon's got three way SLI. Ganon is like a really grumpy dad trying to get iTunes to run well. On no, because like he's power, man. He he's power, so power. he has to. He has Skylake i7. He has. Three I don't SLI, know. I don't see Ganon being a mustard. Race, you know? Are you I just don't... saying words? Or are those actual things at this point? I'm, I'm saying I'm, I'm, no. I'm saying real things. I'm saying Ganon things. has i9. He's invented no, a new like, He's probably like a PC master race kind of guy, even though he's on Nintendo console. He's like on the Nintendo console master race. He's on the. He console downloaded console. Dolphin so he could play Melee at it in HD. You play himself in Melee. What a scrub! <laughs> I bet he still plays uh, Counter Strike 1.6. No, he he plays melee and HD. We just said it. And one point six, melee one point six. No, <laughs> yeah, but uh, Colin, one point six. Colin, yeah. One of the things that you noticed uh, about the conference that I didn't kind of realize at the time because I was interested in everything else, uh, they didn't have as much information about uh, the new Windows Ten update for Xbox. As oh yeah, I don't, I don't know what was up with that. That just kind of happened. Didn't they already talk about it like in the past? I they, heard they did, just mentioned but very vaguely. So I was, I was hoping that they would go more into detail about it, and they didn't. I mean, they've been pretty uh, straightforward, transparent with it before. It's kind of like they yeah, were just kind of like, "There's a new UI. Some things are going to be different. Here's like two of the new features." But they didn't explain how anything else is going to work. Like they, I still, mean, they still haven't shown off uh, how snapping in the Windows 10 UI is going to work. Yeah. I was actually talking to one of my brothers, uh, who is a coder, uh, about the. Uh, about the Microsoft conference, and other than the Xbox, um, it it seems like Microsoft probably won't be making like consumer products in the after like Windows is done. Like in the next ten years, I I, I doubt we're going to see as many Microsoft products or even a physical Microsoft product, other than maybe a gaming system of some kind. You think like you think they won't make phones or you know, no? Because I think that like I think that. that there's they they don't have a strong enough market pull on that. I think that. Uh, it's not really suiting them. It's not really suiting their games. You know, there's not really as many... There's not a reason why they should keep pushing for phones when all it is is just wasting money. Well, I mean, that is true, but then what, they also have the option mm-hmm. to lock their, their some of their things to their selves. They, have, they pretty much own the most popular operating system in the world. And yeah, they so do. if mm-hmm. they were to lock that only to Microsoft brand products, which of course they wouldn't, but they... Because they can't, because then they would just completely destroy any third-party support, and that would no. But that's the thing; like they can do that, and then anyone who wants to keep using that would have to only stick with Microsoft products, and they would become like a direct competitor to Apple in that sense. Because you know, Microsoft they are. has always been more open. But I mean, no, they are they are a direct competitor to Apple yeah, right now. But like they would be pulled. Right. You know, the thing with Apple is that all right. their products are their own. They don't do any third-party sourcing, any of that mm-hmm. BS. It's all their own stuff. So. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying it. Microsoft could turn into one of those. They already, yeah, you're right. They are, they are a competitor, but they could turn into a company just like. Well, well I mean, in terms of gaming, uh, Sony tried to make their, you know, their their phones 
uh, part of the gaming process by making, you know, you could play games on your phone or stream through your phone. And it was a good feature, but no one really went for it. So they Plus stopped doing it. Yeah, that's the other thing. It's, it's expensive. So much to own an Xperia. Are you kidding me? How much is an Xperia? I don't know. $8,000. I mean, when I when I went to go get an Xperia Play, that thing was like 25 cents on my contract, and it was new. So. Oh, that's decent. All right. Xperia yeah. Z5 right well, now. Well, I mean, it's, it's, it's expensive to create that kind of software at the very least. It's expensive for them to do all that for a phone that didn't sell necessarily well. Sure, let's say that's what I meant. Yeah, I, yeah I think I, mean, I think I with Microsoft, it's that they're they're kind of um, they're kind of living it up in the fact that Windows is so open and used by so many manufacturers that what they're just doing is they're making these Surface and um, these Surface products to get people to kind of you know ease back into Windows via like new technologies like tablets and uh, mm-hmm. new kind of fancy laptops. Because if you notice, they didn't make like a Surface desktop because they know no. that people are just going to build their own desktops. Yeah, because it's um, become much more common. It's it's a lot easier for people to do that, and they're still going to be yeah, putting exactly. it on window. They're still going to be putting Windows on it for the most so, part. So I, I think with the Surface, though, I, it's that they're they're showing that you know a Windows tablet can work and that you can make something great, and they're they're sort of right. leading the rest of the industry like Asus and mm-hmm. HP into and lenovo Mm -hmm. for making their own like really good windows tablets because i mean Mm -hmm. hps have been really great right yeah that's why i think that they're going to learn from uh that's why they think they're learning from sony's mistake of not trying to do they're not going to try to do the the phone avenue very soon um and i'm hoping that nintendo does the same thing yeah because even i mean those uh, phones they were showing off were not even microsoft phones they're uh nokia nokia yeah they were third company yeah well no microsoft owns nokia don't they now yeah, yeah, they do. Which is a terrible acquisition. They should have done that. But it's, it's still not like a Microsoft phone. It's still a, yeah, guys Microsoft remember? owns Nokia in the same way that like what what's the Unilever owns Dove and Axe Body Spray and stuff like that. Right. It's yeah. still a separate company that makes the phone. Do you guys remember when Nintendo announced, or they didn't announce, but they said during some sort of conference, not a, like a, a shareholders meeting, that they wanted to get into other technology? And stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. They said that multiple times that they've wanted to expand. Because they wanna like, they wanna become more a uh uh home and lifestyle company rather than just a gaming company. I've always imagined owning like a Nintendo branded TV. For some reason They actually I... did make a few. They had uh well not necessarily Nintendo brand, but they had a few deals with Sharp, uh who makes the screens oh, yeah. for the 3DS. Um they made this like Sharp uh NES thing and sharp uh, famicom but they were super expensive and nobody bought them i mean i really want to i mean they're super rare but i really want a panasonic q that thing is awesome yeah that thing was cool it's a, <laughs> it, it, for anyone that doesn't know it's a gamecube with a dvd player yeah oh, and it looks it really nice awesome. it looks like it looks like a it's it doesn't like a, look anything it's like, like a like chrome plated frankenstein gamecube does it play gamecube games yes yes oh my but God. it has the, the, the it has an extra like... dvd uh tray oh okay yeah, I'm gonna look it up right now. It looks gorgeous. Q U E. Yeah. Oh, Q. Q U E U E. A U. No, Q, just Q. Oh, Q. I think you said Pew. I'm like, that sounds funny. But um, yeah, I've always thought it'd be cool to own like an intent because I own a Sony TV and mm-hmm. I love having my PlayStation hooked up with my Sony TV because it's like UI is very similar. I'm like, oh, this is nice. This is like. This this feels right. Yeah. In comparison to like having some other brand like connected to a console, it just I, feels like normal. I guess a lot of people don't right. notice that type of stuff. But I, I always appreciated like 
having like the same brand like across all type of like work and like technology and stuff like that. I don't know. That's uh, just me personally. So having Nintendo TV right. connected to my Wii or Wii U or any type of device really would just like make me feel like warm and fuzzy inside. Nice. <clears throat> uh, Patrick. Me. What games so have I played your... lately? Arkham. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Like, I got Arkham Knight. Got a Park. I just got a bunch of PS4 games because I don't have a lot of time for games lately because of school. So it's pretty cool that, like, mm-hmm. you know, PS4, I don't, I don't, man. I don't beat games very quickly anymore, which is awesome. Yeah. Because then it's like, it lasts long. I got, I have Bloodborne. I haven't played a lot of Bloodborne. But I have a lot of really games awesome. that I haven't been able to beat because of that same reason. Like, and after a while, I get a new game. Not remembering that I still have a game I haven't beat. Yeah, because exactly. I've been like so busy. Yeah, that's how it's been with my Wii U. Um, there's a couple of games that like you know I've beaten like the story, but there's stuff I still want to delve into. I still play Smash Bros. like every day. So right, yeah. same. <laughs> it's uh, it's hard to break that, that habit. But yeah, uh, Arkham <laughs> Arkham Knight's been basically keeping me occupied. I really like it. Like the car stuff All might right. be a little much. Um, I want to talk about some other things that you like, but more in line with Nintendo, because it's your first podcast, and we we should get into these. Um, First of all, what is your favorite Zelda game? What is your least favorite Zelda game? Mm. I don't know why they have to be favorites, man. Um, Yeah, like well, because there's there's aspects that I like and dislike about a lot of them. Like, I always like the gameplay. And the aesthetic of Twilight Princess, but I think the story of Twilight Princess leaves a lot to be desired. Um, right, we actually have a series on the site, uh, ZeldaInformer.com, uh, where one of our writers took the story of Twilight Princess and expanded on it and said, like, this is the direction they could have taken it, or this is what they could have done with these characters and these relationships. Uh, it's actually yeah, a that, popular that, series. That makes a lot of sense, because, like, I mean, Min is, like, the only interesting one in that game, and everyone else is kind of right. like oh you need to take this but i love the gameplay and i love i love the aesthetic of it you know i don't, mm-hmm. I don't think are you we're talking about the back. wii u ver- with the wii version or the, the wii GameCube version, version? We'll do it both i guess okay i like i like the wii one because uh because of the, the stick controller <laughs> but like, i played the <laughs> game yeah, one the yeah motion controls played the ge- yeah yeah sure <laughs> um, i mean they're not bad that's probably one of the few uh, games with motion controls that actually works pretty well. Yeah, I, you know, I like I liked that they were like, mm-hmm. oh, let's do, let's try different things with Skyward mm-hmm. Sword, but then at the end of the day, a lot of it kind of felt like a tech demo for Wii Motion Plus, and so that was a problem with that one. Otherwise, that, that game could have also been great because it was, you know, it, it tried to almost be different. That was cool. Um, but yeah, uh, probably Twilight Princess, just because. In, in in the age that I was when I was playing it, it was when I was, you know, finally discovering that I could be good at video games, that I could spend a lot of time playing video games. Because I, you know, I played Ocarina of Time when I was I was a little baby, and <laughs> it's so hard. I was like, oh my god, the Water Temple is so hard. Now I go back and play the Water Temple, I'm like, yeah, it's, it's a fun meme, but it's really not that hard. Like, it's just a video game. It's just um, kind of annoying. Yeah, it's just kind of annoying. Um, not that Ocarina of Time is not great, but it, it was like, you know, I, I didn't get to appreciate how hard it was for the time at which it was released. So I would I would mm-hmm. say Twilight Princess because it was it was targeted at me and uh, I enjoyed it uh, probably right. the most at that time more than any other okay. game I was playing. All right, very cool. Colin, have we really never asked you what your favorite Zelda game is? No, you haven't. But I, I mean, bet it's no, I'm Oracle sorry. of I'm, Seasons. I'm sure that I mean that's it's, not a bad game. It's come yeah. up, like enduring I don't know, conversation. I picked a random one. 
Oh, okay. <laughs> um, it's linked to the is... past, by the way. It's probably linked to the past. I, I feel know. like we have... No, we definitely have talked about that then. I'm sure. I, I think I've mentioned it, but I've all never... Adam wants to talk about is a link to the past. It's like my favorite thing ever to talk about, that uh, and coffee. Just like those two things all the time. What is all, What does one have to do with the other? Nothing. It's just those two topics. I just go between them back and forth. What can you expound upon coffee-wise that you could expand upon Zelda-wise? Like, Zelda, you could talk about story and game mechanics and, like, the I mean, you could talk about regions. Stuff. You could talk about... uh different techniques to like brew coffee talk about the recent uh like expansion of popularity of cold brew how starbucks doesn't actually give you cold brew and my recent appreciation for it i met a guy who knows a lot more about coffee than me recently it's it's one of those areas that's like i really i appreciate coffee and i and i would love to know more i just know so little about it that i don't even try um but then i do that same thing with video games so guys we talk about (laughs) so much i just thought it was all zelda (laughs) no we don't Yeah, we try to try to keep it varied. But let's go into a fan topic where we are talking about Zelda. <laughs> um, James from California asks, what is your biggest fear for the future of the Zelda franchise? So this kind of leads into the other thing that I wanted to ask you about. Uh, Patrick, like you said that, you know, you, you, you were having trouble figuring out what your favorite Zelda games and you finally got to Twilight Princess. But uh, you said you like like and dislike certain aspects of all the games. Yeah. Uh, Twilight Princess being story. Um. How, could you relate that to the idea of, you know, like fears of things that other, future Zelda games might do or what Zelda you could possibly do or another game past that? Well, uh, it was funny when uh, when they first announced, um, I don't know about they first announced, because people have always been like, oh, there's going to be a Zelda U, going to be Zelda U, whatever. And then when they first showed that, the, the gameplay footage where they're like, you see that mountain? You can go there. It's like Skyrim. Like, probably two or you three weeks, mountain. probably two or three weeks before that, me and my roommate were like, how cool would it be if they made Zelda sort of more like Skyrim? Not like Skyrim, where it's like an RPG, and it's mm-hmm. it's, it's like Bethesda just makes Zelda, but like, <laughs> in, in a sense where you feel like you're actually exploring this world and stuff, like, to, t- right. to take what was incredible about Ocarina of Time and exploring such an open world for the 64 and then adapting like that a- to such a larger console. And mm-hmm. and so I, I'm worried, I guess, that it it would be too because because the 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 standard right now is is sandbox. You know, I was playing Arkham. I I played yeah. through all three Arkham games this year. It's like eighty billion things you can do at once, and you can do them in any order. Yeah, you, and I'm no... always like, well, when when do I do the side missions and stuff like that? And then right. uh, you know, earlier on GTA Five and before that, uh, Red Dead Redemption and GTA Four and stuff like that. And now Mad Max. I played Mad Max, and it's the sandbox sandbox. I heard Yahtzee describe. He says the sandbox, sandbox, and that's so funny. But it's so boring. It's like it is, it is the the bubble bursting. It's, it's showing you that, yeah, man, like this is this is now the standard, and it's it's getting boring. And I that's I guess a fear of mine is that it just turns into a big old sandbox. Where I'm like, yeah, now what do I do? Come on, put me back on a on a dungeon. Maybe do some. Cool Would you stuff. say that uh, a Link Between Worlds is a sandbox game in some regards? Because it does have that sort of openness to it. Um, I just kind of want to bring that up because I feel like someone will wonder if we don't talk about that. Because I do like that game a lot, and I like what it does. Um, But I'd love to hear your thoughts on it. Me? Or someone else? No, (laughs) I mean, yeah. (laughs) There was was stuff that you didn't have to do, stuff you didn't need to find, and and you could do all the dungeons in any order, but um, I'm not really sure. Well, it, there's there's less to it, 
you know, because most of the stuff that you're free to do is still story related. Is it is it like the problem that I had with GTA Five was that there was so much to do. At, like uh, one of my friends, Stan, one of our friends, Stan, uh, said that there's so much to do that it, everything feels boring. Um, would you say that that was kind of that's kind of the problem of a lot of sandbox games that Zelda or Link Between Worlds doesn't do? Yeah. No, I mean, because I, I, I was never bored in that game because for the most part, I was just doing story stuff. If I was looking for an extra right. thing, it was because I wanted it to help me in the story, yeah. not like I wanted 100% it. Because I didn't know what 100% would mean for that game. I didn't... Right. It was, it was kind of new to me. I actually watched that game, like a Let's Play of it, because I watched Let's Plays, and I found something that I didn't know was... I'm sorry? I said you're a psychopath. Yeah, exactly. Um... And uh, I I realized there were things about the game that there were like little secrets and uh, uh, items that I didn't get because I just didn't know they were there. Yeah, there were little uh, side plots. Yeah, but Ocarina of Time was like that too. You could play all of Ocarina of Time without getting the giant knife or the bigger sword. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff. It's and I I appreciate that about games because like uh, Zelda games because they they encourage exploration. Um, and so that, that and that's not quite what it is in in. Between worlds as as compared to like GTA Five. GTA Five, there's like a mission where you have to like jog against a woman, and she's like, "Jog with me," oh. and I'm like, "What? What the? What is going it's on?" It's just absurd. It's it, just it absurd. Is, it's very absurd, and it's the same way in 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 other sandbox games where it's like, "Oh, I have yeah. to do the side quest because they make the side yeah. quest feel as important as other missions." And it's like, mm-hmm. and it's like, wow, you know, you can actually win or lose the race, and you know, then it ends like. Oh, whole new thing about her opinion of you which changes like the way that you interact with her but then yeah exactly you don't really for the most get part, anything out it's very very contained yeah which yeah. is ironic for a sandbox exactly it's contained to that one event and mm-hmm. so for me I, I feel like it should be more like uh like dark souls and demon souls and and, and blood then where it's mm-hmm. like you can go <laughs> wherever you want but but there's definitely ways that you should go and also, like, we're not gonna really tell you where to go. I don't know. I was, I was so about Dark Souls. And, it it encourages you to move though. certain ways as opposed to telling you to go those ways. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's a good yeah. way to look at it. The, the, the problem with Skyward Sword, not not just being like, oh, we're taking risks, but also we're being real careful about it. The problem was that like all the handholding, all the they they streamlined a lot of stuff. They yeah. made a game that was more about you know RPG elements and exploration into a like a a first person shooter. Yeah, I guess, it with, was with, with swords and spells. It was very much like, oh man, maybe maybe not all the people who are buying this are going to be used to this kind of gameplay. So we gotta still blend, still keep it that Zelda because a lot of people feel that Zelda's kind of stagnated at this point. What? How so? How everything's like since since Ocarina of Time, every game has kind of just been like Ocarina of Time. You um, mean three D? Yeah. Or, yeah. <laughs> I'm just. I'm just I, there, I mean, there's 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 no you, you can't argue that that there are there's a certain amount of people who are like, oh, right. Nintendo just puts out the same games year after year with different graphics right. or whatever. And mm-hmm. and I I like to think you know I I hate you know being so absolute on either side thinking like oh no they're all great or they're all bad. Like, there are aspects that change from game to game that make it better and better, but we haven't gotten to a point where we can totally right. revolutionize this genre of quote-unquote Zelda game. Right. Um, I think that you could say that the the thing is, like, there are still a lot of 2D Zelda games coming out. Yeah. Um, they, they come out almost every other year. Every other release is a 2D game. It's 2D, 3D, 2D, 3D. 
um, or handheld to console. Did you in talk a lot of cases? Fast, man, tripping out. I'm sorry. The way you just said 2D, 3D, 2D, 3D, it was trippy. Sorry. I'm um, sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> it's all right. Uh, but it feels like they are locked into their two different formulas of 2D style game and 3D style game, and it, it kind of caused a divide in in the Zelda community. It's at, like some way down the road, uh, probably around Wind Waker, I'd say, is when it really started. Probably, yeah, probably thing. after Wind Waker. Yeah. Because people started to go back and be like, this is what Zelda used to look like. And yeah. they've changed it to this toonie style. And then people yeah. are like, you know, I'm actually warming up to Wind Waker. And so, you know, people started to offend that sort of style. And people started to just hate Skyward uh, Ocarina of Time or bash against it just to defend the 2D side yeah. of things. And I mean, I don't like Ocarina of Time, but that's just personal taste. And that's, you know, you I, can't I just deny prefer that the it's important, man. What? You can't deny that it's important. No, I can't deny that it's important. I think that there are other games in Nintendo's lineup of 3D games that were more important, but in terms of the Zelda franchise, Ocarina of Time had a huge impact. Had a um, very big impact. It's, yeah, probably one of the biggest, uh, I mean, it's like the fourth game in the series. <laughs> well, it's, 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 no, I mean, it's why we, why Zelda gameplay is the thing to say, though. Yeah. 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 It is. Also, Wind Waker's really good. Um, if you want to ask me my favorite, I've I played through Wind Waker three times <laughs> in the past year. I just, Another one that where it's like, man, story wise, it could have been so much better, but like, it could have. Sorry, but the, we we stopped talking. If you need a minute together. Your thoughts fine. No, no, no. It's like we already talked about this, so let's move on. Do, do something right. else. I was I got into a tangent about two D versus three D, and I don't remember where that was. A lot of the Zelda. I'm sorry. I'm just kind of. I feel like I'm kind of like rant, like uh, just going through like a train of thought on this this one. It's kind of Stream a weird of podcast. Just kind of get into the groove of things. Stream of uh, So I apologize. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Zelda games, the, the games that tend to miss the mark, I guess you could say, um, don't completely do that. And I think that, um, I'm not necessarily worried about the Zelda franchise or I have a, a a big fear, but if I was to find a big, my biggest fear, it would be that it tries to streamline gameplay more into the mainstream crowd. Yeah. It tends to focus less on puzzles and focus more on hidden puzzle like button switches or item blocks. So which are types pass... of puzzles when you think No, yeah, but it, it it makes you think you're solving harder puzzles than you are. Yeah. And and you're just using a button a different kind of button. Okay. Um in, in the same way that, you know, w- the wall mechanic in A Link Between Worlds is asking you to look at rooms in a different light in in the way that you know that mechanic works you are uh exploring the environment differently you are thinking in a different aspect you are solving puzzles differently um and they are creating puzzles with that mechanic in mind uh but they're not necessarily saying you have every time that there's a problem you go and do that that thing no you either don't or you do and sometimes you combine it with the other items that you're going to be using for that dungeon um so that's what I think a good puzzle is in a Zelda game. When you are combining your various tools um, together to try and solve puzzles and try to come up with creative solutions. Um, and I'm worried that they might con- they might continue to make things more simplified in a fear of uh, it not being as fun. I remember uh, Shigeru Miyamoto, when they were making uh, Super Mario Bros. 2... Um, he said something along the lines of, uh, I don't care what it is, uh, as long as it's fun. Uh, when he was talking about a, uh, a game they were making in collaboration for a festival that ended up being the American version of Super Mario Bros. 2, the one with the turnips and everything. Um, 
yeah, I think that Nintendo focuses on fun, um, at least with the people that do focus on fun still in charge. I think they will. Um, and I trust the new president and CEO of the company a lot. I think he's uh, a smart dude. And I think that, you know, going forward, the Zelda franchise is safe in his hands as long as, and I'm sorry to say this, Asia Onuma doesn't get exactly what he wants because I don't, <laughs> I don't particularly enjoy Asia Onuma's opinion on Zelda games. I think I agree. Yeah. But that's all I'll say. That question was from okay. California, right? Mm-hmm. How's the weather, man? Love to be there. That's crazy. Yeah. He's been that's, sending that's us globalization, uh, man. Yeah. Uh, James actually has been emailing us uh, for the past couple of weeks, and I've been slowly getting through his emails. Um, but every time he ends it, he ends with like a little status update on the weather. Like the first one, I think, said uh, from Ca- uh, James from Cali on fire. Then the next one is like California still on fire. California not not as quite on I, fire. I will say it's, California now. It's raining here. Weird. It's Thank it's God. hot, but it's not humid. In California? Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. yeah. That's where I want to be, man. <laughs> it's better than here. Better than here. It's very, a lot more expensive than Florida. Uh, New mm-hmm. York is just based all year round. So there you based. go. Shut up. Did you say California <laughs> is generally more expensive or like living in California is more expensive? Well, both. I'm not trying to buy the state. No, I mean, like, just why being... would you want to buy California? They have no water. Okay, way, yeah, to, way to be the, f- the Spanish. Way, way to play the funny guy, Mister <laughs> Patrick the Comedian. Um... I told you. Now I'm cooking. <laughs> I'm cooking up losers. Oh my god. Uh, Col- no, but... uh, Colin. Yeah. What is your fear of the? Like, what is your biggest fear for the Zelda franchise? Oh, it's it's quite simple actually, which is why I haven't really been saying much. It's that like they should just try new things with the formula. That's really it. Okay. I think the issue that most people have is that um, after Ocarina, they kind of started getting really, like, samey. Like, following mm-hmm. just the same formula. Uh, formula. Which are you referring... And, and, and which or ones in particular? Could you, like, offer All the example? mainline ones. Wind Waker... Dude, all uh, the console ones are exactly the same. Exactly. Well, <laughs> yeah, there you go. Like... They're, they're not exactly the same. Like, but, but like I was saying... I'm not going to say everything's bad or everything's good. But no, like, I'm not saying it's a bad thing. They all follow the same formula. Well, no, exactly. What I'm just... I, that's it, what I'm saying. I, I, I know, think but after, I'm saying that people shouldn't have to ask you. I'm trying to be like, I'm on your side. Okay. I'm, I mean, I just want them to change up the formula that, a bit more, I guess. Wouldn't I, you say that Zelda U looks like, from what we've seen, like it's going to break that formula? Yes, yeah, yeah. so I like that it's going back to old yeah. Zelda. If anything, I would love a new Zelda too. That's just mm-hmm. me, but no, I think that'd be interesting. I think it'd be something that they should consider, especially with a lot more players nowadays looking for more punishing level mechanics. I mean, Ocarina like... of Time started development as a Zelda two like sequel uh, did using it? the Super Effects chip. Yeah, on the Super Nintendo. So really? why did they change it? Because no one wants to make games with a Super Effects chip. It, look, <laughs> wa- look at Star Fox, and then think of Zelda. Like it's just oh, okay. think of a platformer also... using Star Fox graphics. It would have just not went well. But I mean, <laughs> I mean, personally, I didn't have as big of an issue of you know with Skyward Sword as most people do. Um, but I do agree that for the most part, it was pretty much like very play it safe. You know, paint by the numbers. Um compared to other Zelda games and I guess that's just what I would like to see just more kind of you know changing up the formula and doing new things mm-hmm. 
Yep. That final boss, though. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, it feels cool. Probably man. one of the most powerful in the in the franchise. Yeah. Probably one of the best fights That's in cool. the series. Fun fight. Um, Chris, do you have any of your own thoughts on this topic? Uh, yeah. Um, so in this, I have a few things. The first and foremost, and it's literally just two seconds. Uh, drop the the stupid controller. Um, but that's about it. I go back to regular control scheme. Man, Chris, <laughs> hating on my my Wii U gamepad. I have a Wii U and I, I like love... it. I just want them to rely yeah, you less. You do because it's great. And it's I had <laughs> turned off the gyroscope on freaking Splatoon because it was useless. Same. Yeah. Uh, thank you. I, okay. I feel like I feel like people who are really good at that game use the gyroscope though because of the way that they can like jump and shoot at the same oh, time. Like it's, like oh, cry me a river. But it's it's. I can't do it. It's too hard, man. I, I saw people like strap a a, a pro controller to a a Wii mote so they they can get the motion controls. Oh yeah, that's that a is, thing you can you you can do if you really it's, want it's it. Fa- that's ridiculous. it's fantastic. That is ridiculous. No, it looks it looks hilarious. I love it. But that that's not my um that's not my major issue with the game with okay. the thing. Um, mm-hmm. my issue comes more of along the lines of uh. I don't know how to put this. I I have two issues. I'll get I'll get with the easier one first. Um, the way that they're handling, I feel like they're they're taking, they're going more towards the 3D aspect than the other 2D aspect. And even it, they went as far as making a 3D game and then doing it overhead, which was a link to the past. Not a link to the past, a link between worlds. They made the game with 3D assets and such, and then they're like, okay, now let's make the camera go up. And I'm like, okay. That's fine and all, but like I would have, I think it would have done. They would have done like everyone a service for just making the game two D itself, and it would have been uh, great. Language in worlds. Yeah, but I figure I think it looks fine. Yeah, I mean, I'm not saying it doesn't, but like imagine that game in two D. Just imagine how much happier you would feel. No, it isn't. It it's in the top down style. Top down style, think... not two D. Cool. Yeah, something different. Like yeah, I, I understand, know. like with, what's the point of like a a three DS if you can't have three D on it? Well, they were sure. that's the that's why they were doing the three D. That's why it looks the way it is so that they can use the three D that effects. Yeah, no, I pixelated. They probably could, but it would not nearly look as. Uh, I know. I, I understand. And a lot of the dungeons actually really rely on it because you you tend to see actually the pits in floors, and you know you get to see where you actually can connect to walls. Because of the 3D aspect, it's a, it's awesome. Right, I mean, but that's mm-hmm. just, you know, I'm saying this because things that we see coming out nowadays, like Shovel Knight definitely influenced that. I mean, like, oh, I, like, I, I really do miss 2D in a way. I miss looking at it, and I realize I can go back and play old then stuff. Then you should totally, totally get Undertale. It's only $10 on Steam. It has been blowing up online. If you loved Earthbound, you will love this game. I, I never played so Earthbound. that I was the one the from the 1950s? <laughs> no, no, I mean, I I do enjoy a lot of old things. I I believe that we need we honestly Nintendo every game company, not even just Nintendo, they got to go back to their roots. They everyone's like on so trading cards. Nintendo go back to trading back cards, to which they're doing, which they're doing. Actually, they are. Yeah, <laughs> that's actually hilarious. <laughs> um, but yeah, still, like everyone just needs to take a breath of fresh air and like, all right, let's go back in the books. Let's start from page one and let's see what we can redo. Not necessarily mm-hmm. redo, but like, let's see what we can revisit. Um, uh, another thing is story. I feel like the story of the last game, Skyward Sword, was the least compelling of all the Zelda games. I felt like even Twilight Princess was okay, not as compelling. I felt like we... Man, you're just making some enemies today. Yeah, (laughs) no, I felt like a lot of the Zelda games were, except... Would you say that at least... Okay, 
because the story and the characters can be two different things. You could say the story for the writing for the characters was good, Char- but the yeah, story yeah, was yeah. Bad. characters. Would you are... say that? Okay. Yeah, yeah I can say Because I know that. a lot of people still defend like Midna and no, no, know, Midna was Gary great. Him. All of them were great characters. They all had good characters, but they screwed it up. Um, like you need to be able to introduce a Zelda game to a brand new Zelda player each time you do it. That's what they did with every Zelda game, starting with from one. That's what they did with Ocarina of Time. That's what they did with The Link Between Past. That's what they did with Wind Waker, Twilight Princess. They need to be able to do it. And I, feel I like how you just I like how you just merge A Link Between Worlds and Link to the Past. A Link Between the Past. A Link because between... that does save me a lot of time. I okay. might start doing that. <laughs> <laughs> um, like pretty much. Uh, I just feel like they after maybe Wind Waker, they. Which was, I guess, is only two games. No, mm-hmm. I'm gonna say Wind Waker included. I just felt like the rest they were just kind of they sucked in terms of story, um, and they need to go back and say we, we need to make this mm-hmm. game just as good and just as compelling. Make it make the relationships stronger. Make like everything. Just make it fucking. So, are you looking for another Majora's Mask? I'm looking for another Majora's Mask. However, I'm also looking for another A Link Between. The past. I'm looking for another <laughs> Ocarina of Time. I'm looking for another original Zelda game. I feel like not a lot of people think about the original Zelda game, and it's because like oh, so all these. Say, Zelda- I feel like I feel like from this, your your real fear is not a uh, story, but your your biggest fear for the future of the Zelda franchise is that they're going to stop trying to they're that they're going to stop experimenting. That they're going to stop trying to be creative with each new game. Yeah, I, I guess that goes with what Colin was saying. Mm-hmm. You know, changing it up and like doing the different thing, and it's pretty much what they need to do. But me, more particular in the story, and just if you're gonna do something on handheld, make it 2D. Uh, that's all. That's all I gotta okay. say. They have a wonderful art style for the 2D. Like it's it's cute, pixelated, looks great. Like that's why I love Minish Cap because it just aesthetically it looks so great. It the pixels they I flow see, and it's wonderful. I could see Triforce Heroes or Tri um yeah Triforce Heroes being a 2D game. Yeah, I but I don't necessarily hate that they what the art style that they went. With. I'm I mean neither do I. I'm I'm used to it. I'm just they, saying they like, di- they kind of and I've mentioned this before when I came back from E3. They they can't drop uh, they, it. They, they can't just drop it. They melded uh, a lot of elements of Link to the Past design with the uh, Wind Waker design to make the Toon Link design more uh, more centered, yeah, yeah, yeah. more more like uniform, which is good. I agree. It, it, it is a lot easier to digest. They just they just two different the, the, the pink haired guy. Like they seven. just they just need the pink hair guy. And then be, I would love a costume that's like a classic costume, like yeah. a, like a, like supposed to be like a retro or something, and it has like some weird. Uh, retro mechanic or like it's like the one that has like the the blade uh uh beam and it like his p- hair turns pink and he has the gold stripe on his head and has the whole like link to the past costume i think that would be cute yeah uh now i guess that's the end of it so comments please don't crucify me for that i'm just i just feel <laughs> like that's what the zelda franchise needs and they're straying away right. from it we will see uh, with Zelda U. Uh, please crucify Chris so that way he can, uh, you know, pass on and then go to hell. So hashtag Christify. <laughs> I was about um, to say something, but Christ. I didn't want to say <laughs> Christify. Uh, Christify. Christ. Um, because Christ was crucified. Not that you would know. <laughs> you anyway. 
<laughs> I probably have to cut that out. Why yeah. Jew isn't an obscenity? It's not a racial slur. It's just yeah, but it's anti-Semitism. It is. It's anti-Semitism <laughs> to call you a Jew. Yeah. Yes, Adam. I I was with that tone of voice. Like what like what Louis C.K. said. Like you you can say Jew normally, but as yeah, soon as you put you a little bit of stank Jew. on it, like yeah. it's completely different. Yeah. <laughs> it's true right. though. You crucified my savior, so I can't really forgive you for that. <laughs> God, next question. Uh, let's Jew. get into our, our next fan topic. Oh, thank um, you, California. James also asks us, uh, what is the worst video game character name? Oh, I have Sulk this is one. his personal least favorite name. It's too close to Sulk. I know this one. Thank you, James. And one. if you have any of your own topics, theme songs, submissions, uh, fan art, anything like that, feel free to send that to us at ZeldaInformerPodcast at gmail.com. That's ZeldaInformerPodcast at gmail.com. So yeah, what do you, what do you guys think should be in the running for worst video game character name steve from minecraft <laughs> of, of all time uh, steve no not from not minecraft. not steve from minecraft athlete steve from minecraft athlete We're steve ath- is just black steve how racist is that that's the only <laughs> colored steve he has a freaking afro pick and a gold chain and a tank top and baggy pants and no basketball or football or anything. And they call it Athlete Steve. It's the most racist thing I've ever seen in a video game. <laughs> you know, racism in, serious? racism in Sweden is different oh, if from it makes racism you feel better, here. If it makes you feel better, they're adding a hang glider to Minecraft. I don't know if that makes you feel better. Actually, it does. I, I want them to fix the boat. <laughs> it's... The boat is so stupid. <laughs> I saw someone rant yeah, the, about the boat recently, and I was like, "Yeah, man." Sorry, someone else go. I haven't played Minecraft in years. Um, like yeah. any Donkey Kong character that isn't Donkey Kong. Hey, you be <laughs> quiet. They, they, they all have some pretty dumb names. Colin, you're just being a cranky. Colin, you get the hell out of here. <laughs> man, uh, actually, I, w- I I would say I was thinking about it the other day in the in my bathroom as I was showering because uh, you know my shower thoughts are about video games. Um, I was like, Yuka Laylee. I'm like, wow, Yuka's such an ugly name. Like, that sounds gross, almost. Yuka. Even though there's, like, there's actually a plant, a potato f- type of, uh, f- edible food substance called Yuka. It's most popular in, uh, South America. They make everything out of Yuka. They make pan de Yuka. They These make... are the things that Chris thinks about when he rubs his nipples against no, the dude. tile in the shower. What I are love, you talking I love about? Yuka. I'm there with you. It tastes like potatoes. I, I mean, yeah, you can, the food is good, but the name for a character in a video game just garbage. because no, it's supposed to be ukulele, dude. Yeah, well, no, duh, but Laylee's the name of the bat, and Yuka's the name of the, the green lizard thing. I don't know what game this is, so this is weird. Ukulele. That's the name of the game? It is. <laughs> it's the Rare Revival. I think Wander from... I like this game. I think Wander from Shadow of the Colossus. I'm trying to think what name. else is it. I can tell you. I think a, it's. I think it's good because it's kind of generic. I can tell you a really like cool like, name in video games. Well, it's not in a game. I can tell you like my one, two of my favorite names in video games. One of them is Zelda related. Are you ready? Go. You guys aren't ready for this. What? So the first one that's Zelda related is Zant from Twilight Princess because I feel like Zant was a cool, cool, super cool name. I'm like, dang, that sounds like I sound like. Badass when I say Zant. Yeah, oh, it's cool. scary. I feel like there's there. fires like around me, and like I'm just rock and roll all the time. Zant sounds great. And uh, another cool name was from uh, Call of Juarez Gunslinger. That's the main protagonist, Silas Greaves. I'm like, that is an awesome Western cowboy video game name. I would choose that name any day of my life if I was a cowboy. I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to say 
what my least favorite video game name is isn't this is gonna be kind of weird uh it's actually a metal gear name and it's hot cold man because hot, hot cold, cold man. man i'm there because yeah there's there's no there's no excuse for that name i mean all the metal gear names for the most part are really stupid <laughs> just the whole like, franchise <laughs> and you don't I mean, you don't realize how dumb they are. Like, even the more profound ones, you don't realize how Raiden dumb they has are. A, until has a soft spot un- in my heart. Until yes. you actually, like, hear them being said out loud in cutscenes. Like, uh, spoilers for a game that's almost, like, over ten years old. But at the end of Metal Gear Solid 3, Lyndon B. Johnson is like, You truly deserve the name of Big Boss. <laughs> and it's, Oh my god. It's one no, of it's the a most... ridiculous series. It's, it's so it's so. Big ludicrous. Boss is a dumb name. So is Raiden. 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 Wait, all right, which yeah. one are you talking about? Metal Gear or are you talking about Mortal Kombat? Come on. Metal Gear, I mean, there's Raiden also like Batman, The End, The Fury, The Pain, like... Revolver boss. Ocelot. Revolver there's a character Ocelot. named Quiet. just Boss. Well, so I had to explain to someone the other day that I'm like, oh yeah, there's Snake, there's Liquid Snake, there's Solidus Snake, and then there's Solid Snake, and they're like, wait, did you just say Liquid is Snake? Yeah, like, why, also, why that is, is that an inherently good game? Why are people like, oh, it's so complicated? Well, I will cool. say, the Phantom Pain is pretty great, and you should try it. It's tonally confused. You're confused. There's a lot about the Phantom Pain that I really, really do not like. A lot of things story-wise that I really do not like. And what, eventually have you played I will the game to... gameplay? No. Go do it. I haven't been able to play sandbox. it. But... <laughs> yeah. That's oh, the big thing. It is. I haven't sandbox. been able to play it because you literally don't own the game. Yeah. I mean, that's yeah. it. That, <laughs> that'll do that's, it. There you go. <laughs> it's called being broke and not having $500 for a system and a game. Sid from Final Fantasy. <laughs> I oh, know. Okay. That is. That is. No, it was also a dumb name. I, I refuse, sir. Because they use it in every single game or yeah, every that's universe why it's connected dumb. to Final Fantasy. That's why it's dumb. That's why it's dumb? That's because why. it's a reference? Yeah. I agree. You're dumb. I agree with you. Barrett, also a dumb name. Barrett is a dumb name. Red 13 like for Final Fantasy VII. Dumb name. I guess Cloud. in today's modern culture, uh, the name Man, Ratchet would be dumb. Video game you know names. what's a stupid video game name? Tony Hawk. I mean, who the <laughs> hell... <laughs> Ugh, Let me disgusting. Richard Eagle, Tony Hawk. Think about John, Ra- Ratchet John, from Ratchet. John and Clank. I mean, really, Anthony Ratchet Hawk? is Ratchet. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> what the heck is what? going on this week? Wait, uh, no, Mr. I want to keep doing the watch. dumb names, Mister Game. I keep talking about oh, dude, dumb names, dude. We Fit Trainer. What a dumb freaking name for a character in a video game. We Fit. I Trainer. agree. That's such a mouthful. Duck hunt. Duck hunt. Why is it duck hunt and not duck hunt dog? Like, why wouldn't we fit trainer? Because eat? then you got you got to associate the duck as well. Duck hunt dog and duck. Why can't it be? <laughs> why can't it be? We fit? Duck hunt dog and duck. Duck hunt dog and duck hunt duck. It's okay. They're the best characters hunt. anyway. So uh, it's excuse duck, duck hunt duck. That sounds so great. <laughs> sounds like disco duck. Um. Oh, I'm trying to think of a really good or really bad. Can the closing a really good, theme really for this week character. be Disco Duck? I want Can the closing no. theme this week be the Legend of Zelda rap from 2007? Can it be uh, the Legend of Zelda rap from 1986? Can it be the Legend of Zelda rap from 1972? We just keep going further and further back. <laughs> it's the Legend of Zelda. <laughs> it be, it's really can, rad. Can it be Those the Legend of Zelda rap from October really 21st, 1955? Is that today? Uh, no, that's the 21st. That Well, it was today, and then you guys took me out of the 50s and brought me here to your land of times and 
history. <laughs> You're in the land of time, right? I feel like we've gone off on a tangent. Wait, yeah. I got good video game names that are stupid. <laughs> Calendar Man from the Arkham games. That's comics. But he's in these games. But it was I mean, made in the just... comics in like the 50s. They're coming for you. They're coming for you. <laughs> um, I'm not but, sure. Uh, I mean, if this is like a like an actual character's name within the game, mm-hmm. but I own a game on the NES called. Uh, it's like Z's. It's it's literally pronounced like like X Y Z X X. Like it's it's a. Is that like is that like the new the new Pokemon game? <laughs> it's it's really. Let me try to find up how to actually spell this game. What's the ice cream Pokemon's name? Ice cream. Dumb name. <laughs> Ruined dreams. Yeah. You know what? It's if Meowth can talk, why can't he rename himself something that's not Meowth? Because there's like because oh, he likes his name. There's yeah. 1,100 other Meowths out there. Like, 1,100? Did you count? I don't know. They keep they can breed. If you're way, if yeah. you're a one in a million, the ice cream you. Pokemon are Vanillite, Vanillish, and Vanillux. I'm All not right. making that up. It, it is spelled X E X Y Z. Zexes. I, I feel like. I feel like Phoenix Wright is a stupid name. Why? Because it's like who? First of all, I've only heard because he's one always right. Character. Well, right, and he right as in he's writing things, not right as in he's correct. Jesus, get your spelling correct. I always thought it's it was not even, w- It's not even the correct kind of right. Yeah, it's, it's W R I. But it's, it's no, but it's more American. That's the idea. Like the Wright brothers. I yeah. guess, but like think about a Phoenix. Like I've only heard one other person named Phoenix, and that was a character in the Yu-Gi-Oh series, Yu-Gi-Oh GX, to be specific. I heard um, walking Phoenix. What? Phoenix is a word. That's a thing. That was a thing. Before. Phoenix is People like call... it lays eggs that are like always people name. Each other like bread and stuff. Uh, I, I wouldn't be surprised if someone's name name was actually Phoenix. In fact, I would embrace it like head on. Yeah, Phoenix directly can, to the forehead can be a name. <laughs> Adam, I think that reference was a little dated for most of your listeners. Yeah, <laughs> head on one. I feel like he's right. Someone will get the head on reference. Shulk kind of won. Shulk's a dumb name. <laughs> Lara Croft, because everyone calls it Lara or Laura, but like no one really says Lara. Craft. Agent 47 stupid. Why can't they call him, like, Hank? Or, like, Henry? <laughs> Timothy. <laughs> um, what else? What else? What are some really stupid video game names? <laughs> All of them. <laughs> Red. Oh, yeah, that is... How do you name your child after a color? I feel like we should get off this topic. Yeah. Scary motherfucking yeah. oak. Careful. Uh, Edge. So recently, anyway. Nielsen released a list of the most anticipated video games of the 2015 season. Oh, I Holiday saw season. Um, did you guys look at the list at all? No. Uh, link, right? I, I got it. I, I will tell you, uh, I'm a little surprised at one of these placements over another one. How so? Uh, so there's one, I believe Need for Speed is on that list. Mm-hmm. I will be, excuse my language, I will be damned if Need for Speed is ahead of Battlefront. Like, that is not, Why that cannot that? be true. Because Need for Speed is just, I don't feel like it's been relevant for, like, the past few years. It's an online-only remake of a racing game that has, like, 15,000 installments. Who's like, excited for this? I, I, yeah, I, I think I just, at this point, it's uh they've lost a little bit of the fan support. I and I, I mean, I'm, I, I understand Call of Duty, and I understand you know, Fallout 4 on the list. I'm like, of course, those are the two biggest. Call of Duty is always the biggest anticipated from these five-year-old kids who have nothing else to do with their lives besides play Call of Duty and Minecraft. And put their videos with dubstep intro music on YouTube. Because that's all they do. 
but like a game like Need for Speed over Battlefront, I figure Battlefront is more anticipated than like half the games on the list, excluding the first two I just said. That's just my spiel. Um, <laughs> besides that, I'm okay with the rest of the list. Okay. Yeah, I, I was. It's it's a lot of it is the same. It's Call of Duty, Black Ops, Fallout Four, Need for Speed. Rise of the Tomb Raider is up there for me. I really want to get Rise of the Tomb Raider. Yeah, I. It was interesting because at E3, I was I was able to get into a cl- like a a closed demo sort of thing. It's they they had like a. It wasn't playable. Basically, they had one guy talk through it while uh, one of the developers was playing the game. It was clear there were a lot of bugs. It was clear there was a lot of like weird things like she was walking through the snow and it was clearly wasn't like done like they hadn't figured it out yet yeah um but i was i I played through most of the last one that came out um and i loved it uh so i'm looking i'm looking at i thought that as a character she was she was written phenomenally Phenomenally. i felt like she was strong yet human in every possible way it's been a it's been a while since i've played a game where like you know, usually you're like, oh, the gameplay wasn't that great, but, like, the story. Because for a lot of people, that was The Last of Us. I love both in The Last of Us, but I get that a lot of people play The Last of Us and Metal Gear, for that matter, for, like, the story. It's cinematic. Like, Uncharted, I remember when Uncharted came out, I was like, oh, that's my favorite movie, LOL, because it, it, they, the focus was on making it more cinematic. And I couldn't believe how well Tomb Raider could could combine. I know this is a Zelda podcast, but, like, Tomb Raider is like, my no, favorite feel game free. ever. No, no, Go for it. That game was Because I, I, I think it's relevant. The the way it did both, man, the industry was incredible. Mm-hmm. That's uh, all. Well, I'm good. I'm I'm currently looking at the list, and there's a few things here that shock me. But this is probably it's probably because like whoever these people like asked to do like to help out on this poll, I have no idea what they're talking about. What I'm really happy but... about is seeing that um the Wii U, the top of the list, is Yoshi's Woolly World because I I'm strongly in favor well, of that game. And I think everyone's I'm getting there. Anticipating the work for Yoshi's Woolly World. Alright, chill. I like how I like how the top like most anticipated PS4 game is a remaster. Oh god. Just, that's that's Well funny. the PS4 doesn't have any games coming out. Yeah, exactly. Right like Wonderful, but I the Wii U one surprises me. I mean, Yoshi, like, yeah, but like, yeah, but Amigo Festival is definitely know, surprising. Animal as two. Crossing oh and Mario Tennis. That looks good. I don't know. As but far Apple as Mario is, Tennis all deserves to be on the list. <laughs> yeah. But I'm, I'm sure uh, if that's surprising. If her, uh, people are like kind of going back and forth, in this I'm surprised online, it's those like, two. I'm surprised uh, Xenoblade and or F- uh, Fatal Frame aren't on here. But Devil's, but Devil's Third, Third is. is, and I'm happy about that. I'm glad I'm not yeah. the only one who's actually <laughs> excited for that game. Mm-hmm. Mainly because of those four games, I'm buying Devil's Third. Also, when if it's a list, this is a little nitpicky, but it's a list that's supposed to encompass the holiday season. Rise of the Tomb Raider falls under multi-platform, but this holiday season, Rise of the Tomb Raider is an Xbox One exclusive. Yeah. It's only That's timed true. exclusive. I know, but if if this is for like statistical purposes, like when you're when you're looking at like games that people are only gonna buy for the Xbox One. Yeah, there should be a there should be like an asterisk yeah. saying you know it's mul- it's multi-platform but currently exclusive. I, I am I'm glad yeah. that the Dragon Ball Z game is on there. And let me just say this Dragon Ball Z game. And I'm talking about the one for the 3DS Extreme Budo. Budo Ten, they're stupid names. Budo Yeah, I am excited that it's on there because it is a 2D game on the 3DS, and the art style and animation look great. And because I've always loved the the Dragon Ball Z 2D fighters, 
Mm-hmm. Seriously, this is one of the first time that one of those 3D handled ones have finally come to the U.S., isn't it? Uh. Haven't there been like a bunch that didn't make it over? There's a bunch of ha- handheld uh, Dragon Ball Z games. There are there were for like Game Boy, DS, and stuff like that. Um, but this is the first 3DS one. But th- it's still 2D. Like the the art and style of the game mm-hmm. is still 2D. It's very fluid 2D, if I say. Um, okay. So I'm very excited about that. Um, I'm trying to think on this list, like uh, Nathan Drake collection. I guess it's anticipated, but yeah, I mean. You figure people aren't going to be as like excited for like a uh, definitive edition game, pretty much, which is what that is. Um, Rock Band Four, sure, it's going to do better than Guitar Hero Live. I can tell you that much. I've I've heard someone on my Facebook newsfeed write a very long, scathing review of Rock Band Four's current state. I like how no one was playing Rock Band Four Guitar Hero Live at E3. It was like an area that I saw some people go to, but most people didn't. I think they had it outside actually, the rock band, the Guitar Hero Live. I feel like this is the year of their comeback, but I don't feel like their comeback was as strong as everyone wanted it to be. Guitar Hero is doing something that I disappointed. I'm like, I don't feel like getting this next Guitar Hero because I'm like, this is not what I wanted. This is something new that's kind of gross. I mean, I have Rocksmith. I have no reason to play more Guitar Hero Oh, uh, let me ask you something about Ross. Did you get Rocksmith to learn how to play guitar? No, I, I already knew how to play guitar. I just wanted to... Is is it true to form almost or no? What do you mean true to form? I mean like, because I hear people learn how to play guitar. Yeah, from oh, you definitely can. Yeah. Like, I mean, I've, I've learned more about theory in guitar than I ever did taking guitar lessons. Okay, so, now... That's good. Wait, that's what the game should do be. Do you have to supply it. your own guitar? Yes. Okay. Yeah. So, I, mean, I have a, I have a guitar. I mean, yeah. If you want to learn how to play guitar, you should own a guitar. Well, right. I just didn't know. My, is this just like a game that people can play, or is it just that would be an te- expensive game if it had a like a uh, a peripheral guitar? Considering like it's trying to teach you actual guitar method. So, so <laughs> it's like a seven hundred dollar game. There's there's games. That, I mean, it's it's like Guitar Hero, where it's like, oh, you have campaign mode and you play all the cool songs and stuff, and you learn them as you go. But what's what's most important is the arcade in which it it takes like uh, theoretical skills and stuff about guitar and just applies them to fun little arcade games that really is is there an actual like real form like it's like all right play the song and play this song in full from this guitar like the lead guitar yeah is okay yeah have you have you done that yeah is it is it like there's, great? There's there's a mode if if you get a high enough score on like a certain song you can unlock the master mode and it just mm-hmm. you just play the song it doesn't show up like the notes don't show up on the screen you just play it without looking at anything. Oh that's kind of oh that's crazy yeah <laughs> that's awesome actually yeah it's a cool game I have I have both it came it came with they came out with two and I have both. So does it have like a USB to like plug into the jack of your guitar? Yeah, I can't believe how how long we we spent on this podcast talking about it, but you can just Google it. I'm not trying. I to mean, yeah, no, hilarious. I no, I prefer. All right, let me just be frank with because a lot of people do this nowadays. Is like, why don't you just Google this stuff? Like, I'm a very interactive type of person where I like to talk to someone to find out information rather than let the computer yeah, especially control if you want my a life. Review. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, so I but I, I appreciate your review. Maybe I'll consider it. It's a cool game. Okay. Not as competitive as Guitar Hero. Guitar Hero is the best. I could never get into rhythm games at all. You bet. Yeah. Except for Persona, <laughs> Adam. I, 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 like I said, I couldn't get into that one either. <laughs> well, 
you made it sound like you did. I was gonna say per- that was me. Game. I said it was good. Dangle. You dangus, <laughs> yeah. listen, listen up, guy. Rhythm games can just like just get sucked into a, a <laughs> void that isn't this earth. Uh, Thomas, we have one last fan topic. If you guys don't want to get into it, Let's do this, do this is Tommy boy, right now. All right, Th- Thomas asks. Here's a fan topic. That's not an ask. <laughs> oh, <laughs> really? Like a theme based on one of the Zelda games, which game would it be? Wait, what? Which places would be the sets and how much would what they cost? What was the question? Oh, a Lego theme based on a Zelda game. Lego theme Zelda. I'm saying Wind Waker, so you could have like a thousand of those like little like pegs. I hate you. Uh, but they're all blue. So it's Your water. answer is Wind Waker? You suck. <laughs> Just so you could have water made of Legos. They have that. They have that in uh, the Lego movie game. <laughs> um, wait. You know what? A, you know Lego what? There hasn't been. I like how I got actual rage out of you, Patrick. I don't think there's ever been like an avant-garde Lego set. So I'm gonna say Zelda CDI. <laughs> Why? I already set up the joke, and I've already said the punchline, Adam. You can li- re-listen to what I had said when you're editing, and then you'll get it. But. I still think like I still. <laughs> I want. I'm broken. I want. I am broken. I I want a, not a, shoot. What I want, uh, pretty much any I Zelda think... game that revolves around the Tomb Links that we know, except for the Wind Waker that Adam just said. More like, I'm and then actually no, not even the Tomb Links that we know. Maybe I. Wait. I think the top-down 2D ones would work because yeah. then you could make and rearrange different levels. Yeah, I like, think Link to the Past and Link to... Between Worlds would be the best for that. Yeah, you Link could Between re- Past and Lego would be fun. You could you could rearrange and use uh, the pieces that they gave you to build different puzzles, kind of like to recreate different dungeons. Could you though, um, or is this like Lego yeah. setting up this game? They're going to decide what you do. They give you like wall pieces and they give you uh, like trap doors and if, things. If that were the case, I'm gonna use my bombs to break down these Lego walls. They have like little like plastic bomb thing you toss the wall. I can imagine the commercial already with like the classic music. It's unfortunate how like they would never do that. But yeah, I, I mean, agree. We, I it mean, would be ga- kind of great. People have been trying for a long time to get any sort of Lego set made Dude, for the Legend of Zelda series, let- but they haven't been able to get one made. It's because uh, if you go on, I think Lego's website. There's a thing where they basically allow people to suggest different builds, uh-huh. and like people will upload sets that they've made, and like try to be like, "Hey, this is like a cool thing that you should totally, you know, mass produce," and people can vote on them, and like the top one from that month might get made into a limited edition set. You guys want to hear something crazy? What the Lego Dimensions game? Literally, they can choose. I oh, I'm pretty sure the they can choose any type of like Legos from like the Legos that they own, and mm-hmm. so Lego Dimensions. Or Legos in general. Have, there's been a Lego game for DC and a Lego game for Marvel. So at one point, I'm just like, oh my god, they're going to have DC and Marvel collaborate in a game that's going to be crazy. Um, I mean, they legally could. Like, they have the right to do that. Exactly. Except they're not going to. You know why? Because it's published by Warner Brothers Interactive. Yeah. So... It's um actually was did Warner Brothers They might put the they might put Avengers and DC characters in Lego Dimensions, so you could have Spider Man and Batman interacting, but it wouldn't necessarily be a game based on the concept of DC and Marvel characters coming together. And it's not like DC and Marvel characters haven't come together before. There have been collaboration comics. I mean Warner Brothers did publish the uh the Lego Avengers game. Both of them. Mm-hmm. So there's that. Right. No, I'm saying that there have been comics and other like crossover events of DC and Marvel. Yeah. Isn't that common? Isn't that funny? Like, just ironic. 
No, it makes sense because there were two very big comic companies at the time and it made sense to try and combine their fan base to yeah. try and, you know, both profit out of it. Yeah, um, it's kind of crazy in my mind. I, I, enjoy, I enjoy collaboration like that. I think DC is usually okay with Marvel's characters winning. I don't think they care very much. With win- Oh, you think that's what they're... Like in comics? I don't remember. There I, was this, one this series where Marvel like and DC did do a collaboration. I, I can... Mm-hmm. Confirm that. I just for, I for, I think that was in the eighties. Uh, I just don't know if there yeah, was a it's, clear. Yeah, it's victor. definitely not something that's happened anytime soon. Yeah, uh, it's definitely when they were a lot smaller. Uh, if they were big in the eighties, I'm just talking. I mean, in terms of <laughs> in terms of like growth, they they were big back in the like they they've grown. Yeah, they've grown exponentially right now. because yeah. time war. They were huge. I think like, more it, people... no Warner Brothers didn't didn't own dc until now and then now disney owns mm. marvel so now you have those huge conglomerate companies that are like just kind of feeding in and like you know mass producing all these amazing things especially like the movies and stuff now i feel like that's got super political all of a sudden <laughs> anyway. uh, no no, no. i just uh, no. <laughs> i look forward to working for like these companies one day on not dc oh, marvel okay. but like so the you see bi- it as a positive thing yeah, hell yes yeah. i i just went with the bad word because i felt like it could um but yes i i, I am it's, it's a very positive thing and People think it's selling out. No, they're they're making money and doing what they want with these things. So it's kind of great. Okay. Um. Well, I guess that's uh really all I had to talk about this week. But if you guys, do you guys have anything that you guys want to bring up? We have a couple minutes left. Yeah, um, man. When when? Oh man. When's that Lumia phone coming out? I'm I'm interested in Windows phones, but I never really had. I to stick with Android or phones. Apple phones that you have. Trust me, the Windows phone is nothing great. The only the only cool thing about it is Cortana, but you can get that on Windows 10 now. But it's like I don't I don't have anything to lose by just trying something new that like connects with except my for like two year contracts. Yeah, oh, sure, so but you like, lose like Windows. Uh, you lose you lose YouTube and anything Google related. So there oh, you go. Damn. Yeah. Never mind. I have to Bing everything. Oh yeah. There you go. Okay, um, Google. Oh wait. Okay. Okay, Google. <laughs> I I will say this, Adam. The other I day, oh, I actually I do want to give a few shout outs to some awesome Here's listeners. A love quote from the... William Blake: "If a thing loves, it is infinite." Okay, that was great. <laughs> thank you, Google. Uh, I want to thank Liam. I want to thank I think Will and Jake and uh, who else? Becca for the birthday wishes on Twitter. You guys are so nice and great. Thank you. Oh yeah, oh, it was your birthday recently? Awesome. It was. I got. Yeah. Uh, thanks. Um, I happened to get two games for my birthday, which one was Animate the Game? Animate the Game and, uh, (laughs) Destiny the Complete Edition, pretty much. And I will say... Are you, are you annoyed knowing that now, uh, Destiny's recently released information that they're going to be working on, uh, microtransactions? Uh, I haven't been bothered by it just yet, so... Okay. Say, for those of you who don't know, uh, Microsoft is adding, uh, sorry, Destiny's adding a, uh, a resource uh, called Silver, which is going to be a monetary resource, um, but it's going to be primarily focused through microtransactions. So it's something you could buy and use to purchase, I'm guessing, unique equipment or purchase better equipment quickly. It sounds like any other MMO to me. So, I mean, I guess that's okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just interesting. It's They haven't made this. This is just a console MMO, which makes everyone raises questions. Oh, microtransactions. Oh, they suck. But all the oh, PC MMO players one, are all used to this kind of stuff. There is one that I really didn't like recently. What, what um, I was actually talking to Jake about this because I managed to see him. He's been busy, very busy lately, uh, personal things. But uh, I was talking to him about how Metal Gear. Uh, oh, the, the online campaign now has the the online 
Now you can pay real-world money to insure your base. Yeah. That's... And I just think it's hilarious how they fin- they they went back in time and somehow made it so that you could buy a save file as DLC. Oh my god. That's that's <laughs> crazy. I already pay real-world money to insure my house. Like, why? I'm going to video <laughs> games for an escape from reality. Let me just buy the game and have fun. Jesus Christ. <laughs> That's, it's absurd, right? That's just Konami, like giving us the middle finger. Yeah. Um, what, I mean, I'm not interested in the least at Metal Gear Online, so I'm not worried about it. Uh, it's just disappointing because it's such a sour note. Yeah. To to leave. The I played Metal on. Gear Solid Five offline, so there you go. Yeah, like me too. I haven't touched the online. I just saw that they added it. I was like, every, okay. every time it's like, hey, would you like to agree to these terms? I immediately go, nope. And I play the game offline. Okay. And that's okay. You know why? Because the game was meant to be played offline. Yeah, Like exactly. a normal human being. <laughs> I think the FOB stuff is really dumb. That's, that's, just that's how I felt about Far Cry so far. Um, but I, wa- I want to just say, Destiny the Complete Edition was way worth the buy than Destiny the Incomplete Edition. And it was <laughs> well worth the wait, too. Because, I mean, now I have the whole game and nothing short. Nothing less. Well, I I hear that it's still incomplete. That there's like a ten year plan with it. I I, I know with the Destiny? De- Destiny the first edition, like Destiny one, and it's it DLC. finally is now like a full game. It's a fu- it's okay, a full yeah. game now. So now and now they're working on basically expansions. One hundred and twenty dollars later, even though the game <laughs> has like what a five hundred million dollar budget. Does it? Oh, yeah, oh, it does. It has one of the biggest budgets in gaming. It has the biggest and budget in gaming. But like Dinklage. the majority of that was spent on advertisement and Peter Dinklage, and Peter Dinklage, which Who they, they then scrapped, uh, which they abandoned. No, but um, Nolan North did, funny. did a good job. Nolan North, yeah, always no, no, no. Does a I'm good not, job. I'm not dissing Nolan North. I'm just saying that I, it's, it's funny because they, they ended up take, abandoning. Why take out Peter Dinklage? If he, that was kind of like an awesome role for it him was, to have. Apparently, well, people thought he was really boring. Yeah, they're really boring. Well, I mean, they're playing Destiny. What they expect? Yeah, how <laughs> I. I, I uh, God. <laughs> Listen, kids, if you want a good game, stick to Zelda. I, I know Bungie <laughs> needed a big studio to back them up for their next game, but, like, Activision was just not the one for them. And, and that's disappointing. But, like, who do they... Go, they don't, and don't go to EA, either, because that's just going to make things worse. Nintendo. Yeah, can you imagine a Destiny game made by Nintendo? Published by Nintendo. Developed by this greater company. Ugh, there's not many bigger mm-hmm. companies out there we're thinking about it. Maybe, like, Bethesda, but, like, not even... Oh, God. Bethesda. Oh God! Like I'm talking when you talk about big pub- publishers in the U.S., you're talking about that Ubisoft's more Europe than U.S. So you're talking about EA and Microsoft, and then you have like other ones that are sort Sony. of Sony's J- Japan. Mm-hmm. No, but they still produce. They I, do. They have American consider- companies, yeah, but like their their main headquarters. As of late, yeah, they haven't really necessarily pushed for their main console. Uh, so I would, yeah, you, you kind of have a point. I'm sorry. I mean, I I was. I was I don't know why. I guess Bungie didn't want to deal with Microsoft anymore. I guess that's why they they did the move, or like their contract ended and everything got screwed after then. God, it just sucks that all these money hungry American people suck. <laughs> well, they still continue to produce for their console. Like they still continue to make games for Microsoft. They just didn't necessarily agree with them on, on the yeah, creative I, side. But... They didn't agree with them as a developer. Right. Um, um, it's just weird to think like you've grown. They grew with them with Halo up to, up until Halo. I think what was it three or I don't know what they did after Reach. Three. It was Reach. Reach was the yeah. last. Oh, but I didn't like yeah. Reach. Reach was crap. 
Um, uh, I I liked Reach. I've played you the can... story mode in Reach plenty of times, but I still feel like it's crap. I feel like I all the other Halo games are how dare you, sir? Supremely better. I feel like I Halo Four is, be- is better than Reach, and Halo really? Four is not even made by that company. Stop it. Go back and actually play that game. I will. I promise you, you will take that statement back. No. Sir. <laughs> like, the whole idea of customization and match. crap, like, it was just annoying. It's, it's, okay. Halo 4, the story was shaky. It didn't make much sense. You don't know why you're going, where you're going, and for what reason. I didn't. You don't feel like you I didn't care about Noel team. I there had was... no reason to care about them. Like they gave you a reason with like they clever writing, barely gave you a reason. It's just like, hey, we're it's gonna, better than we're Halo gonna put, Four. We're gonna put three games into one game, and we're gonna hope you get it in a matter of like seven what? hours. They didn't put three games into one game. They put Halo Reach is one solid. No, game. no, I'm talking about three games, like the 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 story that you need to understand over three games into one game, and then they. That's I'm sorry, the no, what? No, it's a prequel. Yes. You know what, what do you Halo mean? Reach is about? What? Halo Reach is a prequel to the original series. Right, it is right, right. What happened when the Spartan planet was the invaded only by Covenant the only and got wiped to shreds? The only important like, thing just... about that was like how Doctor Halsey was there and introduced Doctor Halsey. No, to us. it's it's about why they failed. It's about why what they did to try and succeed and how their failure influenced the UNSC to try and save. To, uh, to be mankind. honest, we didn't need to know any of it. They have books. I felt like it was good, but I but I feel like it was a really good game, and I think that the books were even more of a reason. For I them feel like to the books were better. The, the books were incredibly popular for that reason. Yeah, because it expanded upon the universe and created memorable characters that everyone could right enjoy there, and relate to. There is to. those memorable characters, but like I feel like that's it's going to be the downfall as well. With like I thought that Halo Halo Reach was a brilliantly written first person shooter that also had a good good tragedy element to it, and I felt like it was refreshing to see a game that was very mainstream. But yet had a lot of elements that appeal to me as an intel- like not intellectual. Yeah, I guess I'm not, say, but I don't want to discourage. I don't want to my, discourage what you're saying. How like I all right? Maybe I might take this back. It's not a bad game, story. but mm-hmm. I just feel like it wasn't a Halo game. It was. It's not what Halo built up to be. They changed mm-hmm. a lot of it, and it didn't. I don't feel like it lived up to to the the Halo name. Remember that is McKids on GameStop. M C K I D S. It is thirteen dollars eleven. If you're a pro member, power to the players. Feel the burn. Order now for the exclusive M1 carbine camouflage. Thank you. Wait, I wait. I wanted to give out a shout out. Can I give a shout out? I just sure. Go for it. If you're listening, I just thought that was a perfect note to end on. Oh, I'm sorry. It just yeah, it's fine. Go for it. If you're listening, Silas, Benicio, Carrie. Coral, I'm thinking about all of you. Thank you so much. I love you all. All right. Okay. Thank you for joining us, Patrick. It's been a wonderful first. Sorry, episode. I couldn't be Thank more you. me, man. I'm all sick. Now nah, so. we'll no, you were very week. knowledgeable. Soon, I appreciate people... that. I appreciate you now that I did it before the podcast. <laughs> that's how all of my relationships have been. He still doesn't like you. He just appreciates you. Cool. What I said. That's how all of my relationships have been. <laughs> <laughs> like before, people just hate you, and after, oh, okay, he's actually not a bad guy. All right. Oh, he's sarcastic. Uh, <laughs> all right, guys. Uh, thanks so much for joining me. Thank you guys for listening. If you have any of your own topics, theme song submissions, fan art, anything like that, feel free to send that to us at ZeldaInformerPodcast at gmail.com. Once again, that's ZeldaInformerPodcast at gmail.com. Description is linked up below. If you are interested in seeing any of the articles that we talked about or any of the news stories that we covered this week, please check that out in the article on ZeldaInformer.com. Check out that site for any more interesting articles on the Zelda franchise. I need updates. And if you want to follow us on Twitter, that is also in the link down below. Uh, Once again, thank you guys. 
Uh, it's been a fun episode, Bye. and I hope you have a Bye. wonderful week. My butt's hot. You're gonna edit that out. Watch out!